You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Sam Carr, founder of the Sam Jam Bluegrass Festival, turned a lifetime of enjoying bluegrass and his nephew's birthday party into one of the premier bluegrass festivals of today. In this episode of Americana Music Profiles, we talk to Sam about that journey and what's on tap for this year's festival, scheduled for Labor Day weekend. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the podcast this afternoon. Good to talk to you. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad Absolutely. to be here. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is neat. We um, talk with a lot of artists uh, here on the Profiles podcast, and occasionally we get to do some different things and, and talk to some different folks. And um, uh, you are uh, uh, the mastermind behind something called Sam Jam, uh, which is a festival, and um, bluegrass festival. And uh, so we're going to talk about that today. And um, uh you and I had been talking uh, off air kind of about the, the beginnings of that. And, and, and like all events, um, they typically don't just start out of the gate with this grand thing. So um, give me a little bit of the history of, of how this whole thing got started for you guys. Yeah, well, um, I've been in, a fan of bluegrass and folk and country music forever. I grew up going to festivals with my father and his friends and and all you know, all my friends growing up in in music. So I knew uh, <clears throat> I grew up with some of the bands that I liked um, throughout the years, and of course, listened to their records and cassettes like I used to. Now those don't exist anymore, but <laughs> right. uh, I started out with. But in 2004, um, my nephew, which I'm really close to, um, was turning 21. So I, I lived out where I had three or four acres, so I said, you know what, I'm going to, I got him, I took him to IBMA. Oh, cool. Uh, which is a music awards. He had never been around bluegrass. Fell in, he fell in love with us. I said, I'm going to get you a bluegrass band in my backyard. We'll have a big blowout for your 21st birthday. <laughs> That's cool. That's basically, in a nutshell, how Sam Jam started it. Huh. Um, we got Mark Newton band from Nashville. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, but sure, he, yeah. Yeah. And been kind of a legend in bluegrass and and he's done some country so we was really close to him i'd met him through the years and he came up to my backyard in marshall indiana and we had about 30 people there and we threw it down <laughs> <laughs> and uh so we had so much fun you know people the next year said hey you're gonna do that again and it just grew so we had it there in my backyard for about four to five years until huh. my neighbors ran me out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had tents set up in the yard. Uh, you know, I added bands, so we'd have two or three bands. And, you know, I had some big bands uh, come in for those three or four years. I had the Graskels. I had uh, oh, Russell Moore in third time out. James King came in. Wow. Um, Night Flyer. I mean, I had some I – would, I wouldn't take a vacation. I would just – get a big name band to come and play and invite all, you know, all our friends in bluegrass and people didn't know anything about bluegrass and they came and yeah just grew, grew crazy. 
That's basically how it started. So then, you had uh, a staycation and threw a big party for everybody, all your neighbors and friends. <laughs> I lost money, but hey, I had a blast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh. years of my life too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so at at what point during all of that did it uh, did it start to kind of dawn on you that maybe this was a little bit bigger than than your backyard and and you know that that um you know maybe it was kind of taking on a life of its own it did take i i've moved it a couple of places uh to cincinnati one of my best friends robbie taylor is a main guy in miller light in cincinnati so he said hey move it up here at a venue miller light will sponsor it and we'll try to get this thing growing so i did it there it was a huge success um but it was a, just a limited space again, and it was, you know, we almost couldn't fit the people in there. So I was at Rudy Fest in Grayson, Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, 2009, 2010, and Rick Green um, lives in Piketon, Ohio, approached me. I never knew Rick really that well. I'd seen him and knew about him, and we'd talked, but nothing about the festival. He approached me and said, would you be interested in coming up to Python and maybe getting Stim Jam rolling in a big kind of way, you know, a two or three, four day festival and kind of laugh and have a beer over it and say, yeah, that sounds great. Let's have a festival. You know? <laughs> I went up and looked at the fairgrounds and man, it just blew my mind. Yeah. And that's how we started. And we, we started absolutely from ground zero. It's like, how are we going to do this? And right. When are we going to have it? Labor Day is scary because if we don't put on a good festival, no one will come. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you go through all that stuff. So that's basically how we started and jumped right in on it. Originally, you, you told me a couple of minutes ago all the, the big bands that you had starting out. What was the connection for you with those folks? Uh, you know, it's uh, to just kind of start blindly, it, it's, it's hard to find out the connections and how to get a hold of these different guys and their agents and, and, you know, the schedules and getting them. How, how did you, um, how did you begin that process of, of learning who these artists were and how to figure out if they were available and if you could bring them in or not? Well, that's where the ragheads come in. Um, ragheads is a group, of people like me, you know, and go on our website and read the history, but, um, Basically, without going into too much of it, when we was eight, nine, ten years old, and my, me and my buddy got lost at a bluegrass festival. Mm-hmm. My parents they made us wear a white towel around <laughs> our head so we wouldn't so they could find you. <laughs> and uh, we got tired; it was hot and sweaty, so we cut them in strips, tied it around our head, and uh, one thing led to another. Then all my friends started wearing them. Then the adults started wearing them, and this thing grew into a, what now is just unbelievable following of bluegrass fans hmm. called the Ragheads. Hmm. And they're at the festivals, and we meet. And uh, so all the bands started noticing us every year. And, you know, they start saying, hey, we, we want to be a Raghead. So we'd go up on stage and tie some around their head, and they they play with them. <laughs> I mean, oh, they, really? <laughs> a group of a life of its own. Yeah. So I met... Russell Moore like that, uh, you know, 
Lonesome River Band, Sammy and all of them, they're all ragheads. You know, we made Larry Sparks a raghead last year. <laughs> and it's that's, that's it's cool. kind of, that's how you get to know them. So I was really fortunate. Yeah. Not only did I go to a lot of festivals, the raghead thing kind of took off, and, there was a, and the bands loved that group because they're just some of the best fans. Yeah. And they give to the artists, and they, I mean, they're loud, and they cheer, and the bands love it. So yeah. I've met a lot, a lot of uh, people that way through through bluegrass. And when I decided to do something, I just called them and said, "Hey, this is Sammy from the Ragheads, and I'm doing a party. Would you come in and do it?" And that's how we did it. I went. I was really fortunate at first not to go through too many agents; just go straight to the source. Yeah. And that really, really helped me get it off the ground. Sure. Yeah, I would imagine uh, so. Our first year, you know, we had every band in bluegrass that was, I mean, our, our lineup is crazy good because we thought we better put on a, a damn good one or people do other things at Labor Day. They're not going to come to here. Sure, yeah. You know, just anything. So we just, we jumped in. These bands that I knew really worked with us, really worked with us to get this off the ground and really that's how that's where we're at huh that's neat so is it has it always been labor day weekend the original ones weren't they right. were around july 4th uh, june anywhere from june 25th to july 4th because that's when my nephew's birthday party was but when we decided to go you know bigger this big one we we really struggled with when to have it and rick rick and i decided you know let's just do labor day weekend there's nothing around here like that mm-hmm. festival wise and we got a great location and let's just go for it and if we go bankrupt we'll just go bankrupt <laughs> we'll have fun doing it <laughs> so you, you um uh, you had told me earlier that um uh, if i've got this correct that you actually left your full-time job as a as a coach uh, an athletic coach uh, to to focus on this is that right? I did. I coached for 22 years, um, high school basketball, really every level of basketball. But um, you know, I, I grew up a basketball player. My dad coached in Kentucky for 32 years, so just that's only that's what I did. Uh-huh. And uh, when I started this, I realized my summers it wasn't going to be basketball anymore. It's going to be bluegrass festivals, promoting um, and getting out there and, and running, trying to promote this festival. And that's when I stepped away from coaching. Okay. So this, in effect, has become your full-time job. This is right at it. it I actually teach school now, but I work a hell of a lot more on this festival than I do teaching. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you're uh, you're still in the in in the educational system with your quote day job. Then is that correct? I am. Yeah. I am. Okay. I, I'm still teaching high school health and phys ed. Um, it works out really good because I'm off all summer. Sure. Yeah. And um, now that I'm not coaching, I'm off. You know, during Christmas, which we run small shows like okay. Sam Jam reviews. Uh, we do that throughout the year, and then the summers I'm off, and I go promote the festival. It works out really well. So your smaller events, where uh, are you conducting those? Are they house concert style or a little bit bigger than that? We we do uh, we do a lot with our sponsors. Like we this weekend, this coming weekend, 
um, May 19th, we got a Sam Jam preview. Now, this is for uh, American Legion in Waverly, which is right there where the uh, festival is, right mm-hmm. close. And they come in as a sponsor, and in, in turn, we run a, a Sam Jam preview show, which includes three bands from our festival. Okay. And uh, at their place, and, you know, they get profits from beer sales and, and the gate. So it's kind of a, we do that for the Moose, the American Legion. And then we do some other stuff, like we ran a show in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, a couple of years ago uh, with the Steel Drivers and uh, just rented a venue and, and tried to get, you know, we just try to get the Sam Jam name out there in different parts sure. of yeah. Ohio and surrounding areas uh, basically so the one the one day events are usually in the winter okay um, early spring mm-hmm. and and we really just try to promote the our big festival through that what are some of the uh the acts that you've got scheduled for this year oh the big the big festival i think uh i say this every year this is our third year i think this is the best <laughs> that's the one we've had yeah but I, <laughs> and we've had some good ones uh, kicking off um, the Thursday, we have a fan appreciation on Wednesday night. Where we bring in a, a blues band from oh, cool. Chillicothe and and a, and a Tim Strong, another band out of Cincinnati, and just have a little welcome to the Sam Jam thing for people who's there and stay there. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Creek Don't Rise as a blues band, Tim Strong, Kentucky Ridge. That's on Wednesday. That's just a free thing we do. Mm-hmm. Kick it off. The festival on Thursday is Clay Bank. Oh, neat. Uh, okay. Clay Bank is just killing it right now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know if there's going to be another band out there <laughs> killing it to open a festival or not. But yeah. That's <laughs> uh, Dave Atkins bands that day. The yeah. Four Rambling Boys, Flat Lonesome, and Sideline. I wow. mean, that's our Thursday. Wow, that's cool. And uh, yeah, I'm so I'm so pumped about that. That you know, then we go to Friday and we have New Town out of Lexington, Kentucky, yeah. Volume Five, which has raked up awards this year. Daily and Vincent, yeah, the Autumn Scene, wow. And uh, we're bringing in Adam Wakefield. That was uh, I don't know if you've heard of him um, on the bluegrass scene much, but Adam was a finalist in The Voice. Sure, yeah, uh, two or three years ago. And um, he's got a band called the Copperheads that a lot of steel driver like um, yeah. songs and so forth. But he writes all his stuff, so we're really excited about that. He, didn't he fill in with the steel drivers for a little bit? He did. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. He did. He uh, he sung lead with them for two or three months. Yeah. yeah. And uh, basically, I think he decided he wanted to do his own thing because he's a phenomenal songwriter yeah and they got a bluegrass album coming out um sometime this summer early okay. fall yeah uh we got blue mafia on saturday turning ground the daryl webb band we're gonna have a really neat show the grascals are gonna perform but jamie johnson is coming back to uh oh, wow. do those shows yeah. i can't wait for that because he really don't do much anymore yeah no, i know yeah wow. he's been our mc um every year so we we got we talked him into hmm. doing that Bill hmm. Lawson Quicksilver and we got the Cleverleys Saturday night closing out which yeah those are that's, they're so cool yeah everybody loves them. yeah oh yeah they're neat yeah I like their music I first got them everybody's like who who I yeah. said, just wait 
Yeah. I can't explain it. Yeah. And yeah. then on Sunday, we have a full Sunday. Wow, cool. Um, because everybody's off on Monday, so our Sunday's almost like a Saturday. And we start out with New Again in the morning, which is a, a gospel group, uh-huh. you know, for people there. Then the Sammy Atkins and Sandy Hook Mountain Boys play Hammertown, the Band of Rooks, Rhonda Vincent and the Rage, and the Lonesome River Band. Wow. I mean, that's our Sunday. So yeah. I think, you know, as far as lineup, uh, I'm, I'm partial, but, man, we're loaded from Thursday start out. To oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for band sure. On, uh, on, on Sunday it, evening at 7. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. That's That's a killer lineup for... For that many days in a row, you know, I don't, I don't uh, hear any reason not to be there. <laughs> That's yeah, there's, awesome. There, there's no way you can leave and go pack your coolers. You better pack your coolers. Right. You, you don't want to miss <laughs> any of those shows. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, and then we have an after party Sunday night when we invite everybody to the Raghead campsite and uh, and really just it's a appreciation thing. Everyone wants to come and then – our little band, my little band called the Barn Lizards, we, we perform and just have a blast at yeah. that big bonfire. And yeah. So we love to give to the fans. Um, so what what do you see as the the, the future? What what do you do? You look much past the the next show, or do you kind of have bigger things in mind yet? We're evolving. Um, we're really growing really fast and. Some really cool things has happened. Um, I don't know how in the hell this happened, but, uh, you know, I say we. We got nominated for Promoter of the Year Yeah. Um, through Spigma this year. I don't know how that happened, hmm. but that was a joy. Yeah. That was for our festival. Uh, my buddy Rick Green that lives there in Python got Entrepreneur of the Year there where he lives. Wow, cool. Um we're on the cover of the Spigma Festival Guide this year, which is big for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something that I'm really excited about, Pine Castle Records, um, we're working with them on bringing a national band contest in 2019 mm. um, to Sam Jam. Yeah. Uh, this is really exciting for us, uh, and they're gonna. I'm going to actually go down there and try to work out the details on that. Um, and they're they're looking at a recording contract and and really some really cool things are happening. Yeah, um, we're running cool. a new talent showcase. Call it the Dave Evans New Talent Showcase this yeah, year, where we yeah. bring four bands in that a lot of people hadn't heard of to give exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing workshops this year, hosted by Glenville State University for for kids and young adults. Um, so this is all new, and we're just expanding and. Uh, Man, I can't be more excited about it, really. So you've got a, a broader reach than than just a straight up, you know, four days of music concerts. There's all kinds of other stuff going on. That... We do, and and we want, you know, we had Shenandoah the first year, which is a country group. Sure, yeah. But we want to expand our our music also. I mean, you know, progressive bluegrass and traditional bluegrass is great, but there's some other bluegrass now that's hot and um, out there that. A lot of people haven't heard yet, and when they do, they're going to love it. So we're, we eventually want to incorporate lots of different kinds of music at Sam Jam and uh, and promote bands that you know people haven't heard of yet that are great. And there's a lot of them out there. There's so much talent out there. Um, 
and that's what we want to do. We we just don't want to be a, a straight traditional bluegrass festival. We want to do that, but we want to do a million other things too musically. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, folks who wanna who wanna join you this year, haven't been there before. It's Labor Day weekend, which is August 30, 31, September one and two. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, and correct. then so t- uh, tell us the. Uh, the location and uh, the city, state, zip, all the all the good things where they can find you and, and the website. Yes, um, our our website's www.samjambluegrass.com, and um, all our information's on there. We are in Piketon, Ohio, at the Pike County Fairgrounds. Uh, absolute beautiful venue. Uh, we got an end, you know, it rained on us. A hurricane came up from the Gulf last year during Sam Jam, and it rained two and a half solid days. Wow. And we've got an indoor facility there that we moved into and just went right on. Hmm. We didn't miss a beat, and not a lot of people have that. Sure, yeah. We're, we're going to go rain or shine. Our Our campground is phenomenal. We have, you know, 400 or so full campsites a lot of primitive and then we have another campground that came in as a sponsor to take our overflow oh, and we, neat. okay we sold out of that in our second year hmm. and we that was probably a five or six year goal was to sell out our campground hmm. it might be sold out before june this year wow. so that's cool if you want camping uh you know my contacts on there uh sammy carr rick green's on there you can find anything you want to know and that's my direct number, my cell phone, and I I will get back with you if you if they need to know any information on that. Yeah, that's neat. Well, thanks, Sam. This is cool. I, you know, I I, I love seeing um, uh, festivals like this begin to kind of grow and expand. And there's lots of old festivals that have been around a long time, and and they've certainly kind of set the stage for for the younger, newer festivals like like what you've got going on. And so it's it's really cool that that you've able to uh, to establish this and, and, and of all appearances, kind of keep it going and growing at the same time. So we certainly wish you the best and thank you for the opportunity to talk with you. Well, thank you. I, and I'll, I'll end by saying this, uh, there is absolutely no possible way I could have even fathom this without the help of our community up there. Our sponsors are listed on our website. So many people have helped us with this. So many other promoters of other festivals have been huge for me and helped me. So it's definitely not a, a two-man effort for mm-hmm. Rick and I. Uh, we've just been really fortunate to have great people around us. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks, Sam. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 